With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times. But your mind is on the future, too, and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance, so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. Hello listeners, this week Andy aka AJ3 joins us again to discuss his controversial Twitter claim that he gets top 100 with a 10 mil team. Twitch trader Flair looks ahead to a possible Black Friday market crash, plus Foot Tactician and I take issue with Team of the Week upgrades and why League SBCs might actually be worth it. Also plenty of patch, player review and foot swap chat too. I'm your host Ben and you'll hear all that and more on this week's Foot Weekly podcast on Foothead and all your usual podcast platforms. Hello and welcome to week seven of the Foot Weekly podcast. And um, we have a very special panel this week filling in at pretty much the last minute. We have Steve Stokes, aka the Foot Tactician. Steve, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, Ben. Just cancelled the bath that I was running when you sent out the bat signal, to which uh, obviously I have to respond. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to drag you away from your bath. In fact, normally don't you listen to the podcast in the bath? So this is. I do actually. Kind of, yeah, I, maybe I should be recording it in the bath. Yeah, that would have been that would have been great. Um, we've also got Andy, aka AJ3. Great to have you back. How are you doing? Where's my hat-trick ball, mate? <laughs> Wait, if, not happy. You, is this your hat-trick or have you already done your hat-trick? Nah, I've already done three. This is number four, is it? Or maybe it's not. I don't know. Either way, I want to add a man the ball. No, I think you're right. I think you're on at least four. Well, we'll get it in the post. We'll get it sorted. But have you actually been playing any FIFA since the last podcast or has it all been Red Dead? Mate, I went 14-1 and one in the weekend league where you're about. That's like halfway to top 100. So I'm basically oh, and you also 50. managed to trigger the entire pro community. And David yeah, Myler, Castro, etc. Et I'm Myler, but then I beat him on Scrubber the Showdown, so he can't talk. <laughs> okay, so we might talk about um, your controversial tweet a bit later. Um, but we've also got Flair FIFA, who's actually streaming live as Logan Paul at this moment. I am indeed. So, great you know, to have you on. It's one of my finest moments on, uh, on Twitch. Been streaming for six years, and I'd say it's got to be up there with uh, one of the finest, but... Cheers, having you on there. High points. Such glory, And it is, of course, a spooky Halloween special, mm. and that is why you're dressed as Logan Paul. I assume nah, it's not just, just something I sometimes, It's a, it's a just... weird thing. I actually quite enjoy doing it in my spare time. I, just, I normally do it off stream, but okay. um, this time my stream's caught me, you know, dressing up as Logan Paul. But... Yeah, caught you in the yeah. act, yeah. So, Blair is a trader, for those who don't know. You are on the Capture Event podcast, actually, so it's good to have you on back then. And Andy and Flair, you were both at the Capture Event, right? Very I don't nice. know whether oh. you crossed paths. Oh. Oh. oh, did we cross paths, Andy? Did we? Yeah, we did actually. Yeah, we did actually, Andy, <laughs> but it was probably more important to me than you. We actually both exited the lift at the exact same time, but um, obviously, you know, it probably didn't, probably didn't mean much to you, but to me it was. Apparently he said hello, I was in my own world, didn't even recognise. Apparently I stole the seat yeah, at breakfast yeah. as well. Apparently I'm just the worst person yeah. in the world at the capture event. I'm just <laughs> wandering around in a sleepy day, stealing Flair's seat and he's got to have breakfast with a German businessman. Maybe I'm a breakfast and a German guy came up and he's like, can I have this seat? And I was like, no, no. It's like some middle-aged guy. I was like, I did not fancy it, but I'll let you carry on. 
Well, either way, uh, we we better get into the podcast because as much as your anecdotes about Germany are enjoyable, it's not quite uh, not quite what we're here for. So let's get into uh, part one of the podcast, which is I think talking about the new patch. And I know Flair, this may not interest you uh, quite as much, being a pretty committed trader. Um, but Andy, how have you found things since they've changed in the game? Well, I'm sure Flair would agree with me that FIFA literally hasn't changed for him since the patch has come out. Playing no games before the patch is exactly the same as playing no games. After the patch, if, if Div Rivals is still absolutely tragic, like you can't play it, the servers don't work, or whatever it is, but the actual game is exactly the same. Like, if you luckily get a game where this connection's fine, it's the same bloody thing worrying about. Like, I see people moaning on Twitter, like, oh, Andy, tell EA the game's broken, I can't shoot, I can't pass. And it's like, bro, literally nothing's changed other than like the fixed goalkeepers. What are you on about? Like, yes, the connection's tragic and it doesn't work, but the actual game is exactly the same. Just. Just, just stop. Just go and, and moan about the connection or something instead. And Steve, would you say kind of similar uh, in terms of your your thoughts on it? Pretty much, yeah. Um, they've patched the the ridiculous overhead kicks, the bicycle kicks from corners. I've not seen so many of them. Um, goalkeepers seem to be acting a bit more predictably. Um, but there's a lot of things there that maybe we were hoping would be patched that haven't been patched. There's still tons of shots going through defenders' legs and what have you. The AI is still as powerful as ever. Um, it's a step in the right direction, but I think for most people it's not quite a big enough step. Yeah, I, I, well, the patch has been... It's like there's a lot going on in that patch, but actually, and my um, and Michael, who was on last week, did point this out. A lot. It's not kind of like gameplay changing significantly. Like it's a lot of important fixes, but it's not really going to change the meta or change things significantly. Like there are no patches to finesse shots. There are no um, significant changes to like any kind of tactical stuff or pressure or things like that or AI defending. But it is going to make things fine tune things a little bit. And I think it's partly a deliberate thing from EA to not change loads of things in one patch because then it kind of upsets the apple cart too much. Like you can upset it a bit, but you don't want to kind of go overboard, um, turn the thing over and end up with loads of people literally throwing everything out of the pram over it because Twitter will do that if you make significant changes. It does anyway, and it is at the moment. And if you really kind of change everything, I think it can have a really kind of negative impact. But Flair, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on the gameplay? You, you, uh, you, you know, I've played my first three games of FIFA today. I thought, you know what, for Halloween, we'll do something scarier than ever. That's touching gameplay. And... Um, well, I thought, you know, I didn't take it too seriously because then if I actually lose, I can I can blame it on the bad team, you know, like the Kepper up front or the Akin Fenrar in goal or the, you know. I was just trying to have as a, you know, as, I don't know, just go for a bit of a troll team, you know. But, um, you know, I had Milanik Savic, Savage in there because of Logan Paul. But, and I've, no, 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 I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I lost all my games by like four goals. But I'll tell you what, volleys, volleys <laughs> are nice though. Like, I didn't even do like time finishing and I did this filthy thing with like Balotelli where... I like flicked over its head and hit it on the first time volley, and oh, I was uh, I was very happy by that. But I thought that, I thought they patched that to be honest. I <laughs> no, that was not for me, you and, know. And volleys were one of the key things they patched. But yeah, Flair's, Flair's clearly playing a different game to everyone else. Yeah, you can't patch your awesomeness, can you, Dan? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on to something um, around that that I wanted to discuss. Which Andy did a tweet earlier this week. I, I, I can't remember exactly what it said, but you're basically suggesting that if you uh, got a I don't know, many million coin team, um, basically one of the best teams in the game, like many pros have, you would actually be able to uh, win, well, win all your games in foot champs is basically what you're saying. And uh, let's just say it didn't go down that well as a, uh, as a tweet. It didn't. It was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Part of me was like, oh, everyone's going to bite on this, but... Uh... Do you know what? I wasn't even doing it for the nibbles. Maybe I shouldn't have said top 100, but I still stand by what I said, and I genuinely wasn't doing it for the nibbles. Like, it does make that much difference. It is ridiculous. Like I said... I went, well, I went 14 and 1 in foot chance this week, and then I gave up because I got gold free, and that's all I wanted my two player picks. How good of a player do you think you have to be, though, for it to make a difference? Like, obviously, you can be trash, and because this is this is what I did, I went. Yeah, yeah, so you've still got to be good at FIFA, but like, it, the, the difference, like, if two equal people play against each other, and one's got a Road to Glory team, and one's got a God Squad, the God Squad wins every single time. If the person with a Road to Glory team is a 8 out of 10 of FIFA and the person with a God Squad's a 7 out of 10 the God Squad's still going to win like you've got to be significantly right. better so, than FIFA to be able to beat so do you think it makes mu- well I mean I, I think it's pretty obvious but at the beginning where uh, there's less of the skill gap do you think it makes that much more of a difference whereas later on in FIFA I think there's probably less of a difference because these pros have got that much better where a 
god team, you know, they're so used to, I guess, to the mechanics. I mean, this is someone who didn't play the gameplay, but they're so used to the mechanics that they could probably, you know, be a bad person with a 10k team or whatever. Oh, a pro's going to win every single time. That I'm not talking about a professional. Like, give me a god squad, but make me beat a pro at FIFA if they've got a half decent team. They'll still absolutely smash me. But foot champs isn't about beating people that are pros and stuff like that. It's about smashing 30 normal people. So people, I remember Tex the first week. He went. He was the first person on any console to go 30 and 0, and he played one other pro player. It's like give me his god squad, and he's played 29 normal people. Maybe I could beat 27 of them instead of the 29 that he beats. Do you get what I mean? Like, obviously I'd lose to the pro regardless that he played. But all of the other people are just normal people. And if they're rocking a first, second, third or whatever week we're in a FIFA now squad. And I've got Cristiano Ronaldo, Prime Cruyff, Maldini and Rio Ferdinand at the back. Courtois. That you don't even have to press a button and Maldini and Ferdinand are just going to take the ball off whoever he's got every single time. Like, it's FIFA 19, do you know what I mean? The only thing I'd say about that is the owner of a particularly big... FIFA site, not going to mention on this particular podcast, called Dan. Uh, he yeah. <laughs> has a ridiculously good uh, team, mm-hmm. like unbelievably good, one of the best. And he's a really good player. Like he used to be a pro. Well, I don't think he. I think he was saying he hadn't got. Yeah, he hasn't got one yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what? What would you say to that? Get better at FIFA. <laughs> just walked like, straight not, into that. It's proper deep, but like I was the last week I played of full foot champs, I was twenty-two and five with my Road to Glory team. Let's be reasonable about it and say, okay, maybe the God Squad doesn't make massive amounts of difference. Maybe out of them five games that I lost, maybe it'd have only won me one or two extra. Mm. I'm already elite three. That's all you need is one more win. I then played three more games with the first guy I played, fair play, absolutely insane. Maybe I had to beat him with a God Squad because he only had a normal team, but my team was better than his anyway and he absolutely crapped all over me, so that's fair enough. There's a loss. The next two guys, I went 2-0 up in both games. And ended up losing 3-2 after they both subbed on Ronaldo and Mbappe and stuff like that. Imagine if I had Ronaldo from the start, as opposed to them subbing it on. I probably would have won them two games. Do you get what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah, I totally get get where where you're coming from. I think, yeah, Steve, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, you know, being someone who's quite analytical on the gameplay side. Because it is true that a really good team... Like will get you quite a lot more wins in the weekend league. I just, I'm just slightly doubting whether you'd actually get into the top 100. But oh I yeah, I probably shouldn't have said top 100, but maybe like yeah, elite yeah. two or elite one. It's it's definitely a thing. I mean, I, I can agree with what Andy's saying to an extent. I mean, speaking from my own personal experience, I bought Luis Suarez probably about a week, ten days ago, and I'd been rolling with Inform Ben Yedda up until that point. So it's an upgrade. It's not a massive upgrade. But I would say that it probably accounted for an increase in maybe 80 to 100 skill points just from adding Suarez to the team. So you can see that it, it does affect the results. I don't think that my gameplay progressed that much over the space of a week. So I'd attribute it to uh, to basically to buffing the team a little bit. So yeah, there's definitely something in that. And one of the people who kicked off about it as well was Mela and said, use my team, but you can't do it. I was speaking to Tex about this as well. It's kind of like a catch-22 for me, but... Anyway, irrelevant of all of whether I should actually go and play on a god squad and try and do it and stuff like that. I played Mailer in Squad Below Showdown the other day. Mailer got top 100 twice. We both used normal teams. We've never got a... Neither of us guessed what the other person was going to do. I had friggin' Andre Gomez at centre mid and stupid stuff like that. And I beat him 2-1. And he's top 100 and it's like... Mm. Take... We both use normal teams. He usually uses Prime Ronaldo, Prime Hullet, Christian... Do you know what... Do you see what... I don't know. There's obviously yeah, instances I I, where... Yeah. People will beat you with a worse team, but that's not what foot champs isn't about playing people the same as you. Like realistically, I should win the first fifteen games of my foot champs in a row every week because everyone you play is like did five and six and stuff like that. You just get unlucky every now and again and lose one. But if you had the god squad, you wouldn't lose it. And then when you get start to get towards elite three and playing games that it's a fifty fifty toss up, it's a fifty fifty toss up with my normal team. Give you Ronaldo and Prime Hullet, and you're obviously gonna win. Mm, I think speaking of 50-50s this game that there are there's a lot of it that is kind of almost beyond your control with the 50-50 battles and I think maybe that's where having the the top tier elite cards really comes into it because the players stats are kind of dictating the outcome of that 50-50 so those sort of game changing oh, moments you're talking are about always going to lean towards the, game the elite well, cards you, yeah. yeah yeah literally yeah oh I was talking about like games that were it's like fi- I like I'm sure, yeah, no, three. That. It's a fifty-fifty. Who's going to win the game? Yeah, give me a god squad, and it'll be like an eighty-twenty to me instead, or like a seventy-thirty, and you'll probably. But win I think, 
kind of expanding on your point, Andy, that's you know the, the areas of the game where where the elite cards can yeah, influence exactly. the outcome. They are actually literally you the 50-50 challenges. Off, stupid. Mm. Exactly. And also, like certain players will allow you to. We were talking last week about playing the four four two. Certain pros last year were playing the four four two, but you basically had to have like Hullet and uh, Vieira to. to actually pull that off just because it's such a demanding formation on those two positions if you're using the likes of i don't know more average you know players like fabinho or something there's no way you're going to be able to to kind of pull that off like properly in, in a weekend league in a competitive environment either because um you need that kind of high caliber player to, to be able to actually have success at some systems because uh yeah yeah i just think it's, it, it is a good point that the quality of player makes a big difference like skill as, as steve was just saying i've had the same as I built my team up and I've now got a better team, um, there's no doubt that my skill points have increased. And it's not necessarily because I'm improving a lot of the game. It is because um, you start to, to win those marginal kind of battles on the pitch and and you'll naturally beat players with a similar ability because your team is better. And, and that is actually, you know, how foot should work. There have been past FIFAs where that hasn't been the case. Uh, and I think that in some ways that's a positive. And in other ways, it's not positive because for the competitive scene, it makes things really pay to win. You think of Tex only just snuck in last year to the um, to the event that he won um, because his team wasn't very good. And that, to be honest, that's the reason why he, he only just got in there. Um, so you think yeah, and then how you many... gave him a team that's the level of everyone else's. Yeah, and yeah. Smashed them all. So he wins it, and then, and I think that's the thing. If if FIFA think about things in a really competitive way, they need to think about that because you're basically going to have loads of Tex like slip through the system because they don't have the caliber of team. Um, to yeah, compete exactly. so I think that is a good point and it's something that needs to be discussed so um, good that we've just done it and we can move on to something that uh, Flair probably wants can to talk about can I just say as well before you do finish yeah, in yeah. case any pros listen to it and get extra triggered I don't <laughs> think that given me a, a god squad would make me a professional FIFA player they'd obviously all still beat me it's not hmm. I'm not having a go at the pros There's no, I've got no issue with the pros using good teams because you get every advantage you can my issue is with the actual system of foot champs itself because it doesn't compete it doesn't put the best against the best it doesn't match you against people of your own ability it's just 30 random games every weekend win as many as you can there's no elo there's no anything like that obviously the pros win every game because they're sick of fifa but give a normal person a god squad and they'll do better and smash more of the other random 30 people that they play so it's an i was having a go at the system more than mm. i was saying the pros are frauds because they use god squads do you get what i mean it was, yeah yeah I get foot it. champs yeah. is stupid not pros are bad at fifa is what i was trying to get at yeah, so that's at AJ3 on Twitter if you want to... Uh, <laughs> you want to send me some more abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, send me some abuse, that's the address. It is funny, but, though, the way that only people who get triggered by it are people with God Squads, just saying. <laughs> but uh, if you want to achieve yourself a God Squad, then a man who can help you out would be Flair FIFA. Or Flair is Yeah, why aren't you top 100, Flair? You've got so know, many coins. Yeah. <laughs> so Black Friday's around the corner. Um, what... Well, it's not around the corner. How far is it? It's well, like near enough is around the corner with, you know, the whole crash, pre-crash, whenever, you know, whenever it's going to happen. But, all right, so here's here's my theory on the crashes, right? I think the the crash, other than if it happens on Black Friday, is fully community-driven. So it's like, which guys are telling you to sell their players? And then this is basically how I kind of feel it could happen. You could have, like, two or three guys have, like, big influence on the market, almost like saying, saying to sell their videos. You know, let's say we have, a, like, a match you gave video, a run-the-foot market video, and a... I don't know, like an Independence video. All it, talking about it or selling. <coughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I Andy, Gmail videos. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so basically, if these guys have a big enough, uh, a big enough, like, say, they, these guys have a big enough following, and people start selling their players, and then, like, people who don't even watch these guys will see their prices go down, and, like, a few things. One, they could sell their players because now, I don't know, let's say now Mbappe is 100k cheaper, and they want to sell whatever players they have, so they can go and buy an Mbappe, which brings their prices down. Or they could just be like, okay, everyone's going down, this is probably this. Because even people who don't watch, like, Matt and Nep and that lot all probably know about this quote-unquote Black Friday crash because um, they probably played FIFA for years. So, uh, and then they probably sell, and mm. then, yeah. then it, 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 The Black Friday crash, and it sounds like I'm talking waffle, but it literally is a community-driven thing. If it doesn't happen on Black Friday with when people are selling to sell their players because half-time when there's enough people selling to sell their players, that's when it could be cheaper than, uh, than actually Black Friday. And... Uh, so, I think if I can just dive in, I think Nick from Run the Foot Market um, made a video yesterday advising people to sell their teams between Thursday and Sunday. So, isn't it likely that the crash will kind of be precipitated uh, by that? Well, he doesn't have a big enough influence. Yeah, no, that's good because what will happen is if Nick doesn't have a big enough influence, he can tell his viewers to sell their players because what will happen is if they sell their viewers, they've already got their coins when the even bigger guys, you know, your NEP, your Matty Gamers, 
say to tell Burp, I, I'd actually argue because Nick's following is like probably majority trading, whereas like Matt's Matt's following yeah, is yeah. Really like you know Randy's or such, you know maybe a bit in trading, a bit in gameplay. So therefore, like that's why like these trading YouTubers actually have way bit, like they don't even have to have as big as a um, big as like a following because their full following is all around trading. So I don't think you know just maybe mm. himself would have a big enough effect. But what would be good for Nick in that is that his viewers could sell their players and have coins for when the the other big guys you know say to sell it and that's when the actual crash could occur. So uh, so you are also. If you want to, if you honestly want to stack your club up on Black Friday, we um, so last year I banged on Black Friday. Basically, you can do the unassigned thing, which where you buy loads of cards. But basically, I think it was one or two days after Black Friday or um, or Cyber Monday, they released the first Inform SBC. So that actually would have been on the Wednesday, two days after Cyber Monday, uh, they released the first Inform SBC. Mm. And Jesus, the amount of money you could go buy eighty fours, I think, for two k and sell them for six seven k. So if you wanted to stack your club up with eighty probably threes, fours, and fives. On Cyber Monday, because we should have Black Friday 23rd, Cyber Monday, what, three days later, 26th, I don't know, fucking maths, but, you know, and then two days later we have Team of the Week and then should have a Team Week SBC, so there's a lot of money to be made even just buying, uh, mass buying, I say, yeah, 82s, 83s, 84s, 85s, if, uh, if they decide to drop an Inform SBC. Would you recommend Informs as well, or is it just 83s? Yeah, I mean, if you just wanted... So, obviously, doing the unassigned thing is pretty mad because, basically, if people don't know, you can buy an unlimited amount of cards in FIFA. I could go buy 50 cards and then press B when you go to have to select the cards and back out to the menus. And I could, that say, buy literally unlimited amount of cards. But, yeah, if you want to play it, say, if you could just buy a few cheap informs, you know, buy a few 84s and that lot and, you know, just wait for it to come around. And, I'd say, it's very easy money just to start a club because all these players hit discard. Well, not discard, but, you know, 2, 3K because... um because of the uh, the onslaught of SBCs that we have, well, on Black Friday we have an SBC every three hours or something along the lines of that for twenty four hours, and then on Monday we have the exact same thing. So there's a flurry of cards being opened. Also, talk about this quickly, just so it's in mind. Pre investing for Black Friday. So because they release so many SBCs, you can do some really really easy pre investing, and this can be buying gold non rares for four hundred coins, especially for major leagues. So we're talking like the Prem, the Liga, and the Cowtrade Bundesliga or such. Because these players, as I say, could easily get used in SBCs and. You know, the left and right backs we've seen recently, Couch Ray, Couch Ray right backs went up to 3.5k. You could have bought a non rare for four, five hundred coins, so some easy coins in that. So that's a little bit of pre investment. Just buy gold non rares for discard, silver non rares for discard, and uh, bronze non rares for discard. Yeah, is that because the, during the promo you tend to get loads of pack yeah, offers yeah, around yeah. like rare player packs, so you don't get the supply of non rares? They're, they're in super good yeah, demand because uh, I, I think it's Black Friday where EA make really good value for money SVCs. Like recently we've seen mm-hmm. with this screen one some completely off price ones. You know, they're pricing with some some of these SBCs and their lack of understanding how on earth the market's gonna roll is it's pretty naff. But luckily with Black Friday, because it's not round like a squad or anything like that, they're so generic, it's so so easy to make some coins on, so so it's uh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And Foot Economist will be bringing out his little tweets which tell everyone they're really cheap yeah, to do yeah. as well. So here's a question for you, Flip. If I go and buy a crap load of Syria non res yeah. and they go into my own assignment and then I think, Alright, I'm gonna go and buy a load of Premier League non-rares as well and then they bring the Premier League SBC out but you can only see the first 50 things in your unassigned how do I get to the Serie A ones to sell them or the Premier League ones to sell them once the SBC comes out so this is this is what's good about buying you buy one of each player so then you don't have to worry about the unassigned or if you okay. want players to be before other players you bid on them and then individually send them from your transfer list this doesn't always work but this majority this will be like the, I guess the easiest way to get it to the front you actually do a few things you could bid and then head on to the web app because the web app allows you to move stuff on your transfer list straight to your uh, transfer pile, uh, which you can't do on console. Or again, you can just... My watch list, just, do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I say, if you bid on it, it sits on your watch list. So that's ah, like, okay. if I want yeah, if I want 50 cards I can access, access at any time, on top of my unassigned, I'll just bid 50 on my watch list, and whenever I want, I'll just send it to the, uh, the old transfer list. Or if you want, you can bid on it, and then individually send it to your club, which puts it on the unassigned, and half the time it throws it to the front. So that's another thing, if you want to get cards you know to be in front of others um, while we have you and we're asking loads of questions in yeah. <laughs> when you're oh, yeah, one thing i've been trying to do recently is i've been trying to complete um the depai league SBC, which is actually really expensive um yeah, but, but you can snipe quite effectively um silver cards obviously so it doesn't end up being too bad and often you'll actually make coins as you do it because you'll snipe like you know players that are going for cheap that you know are cheap because you've been completing the SBC yeah, and you know yeah. what the values are like so i always find even if a league SBC is expensive, you tend to kind of make your coins back because you can buy and sell players while you do it. Um, yeah. But, so you can go to the 90th minute 
and then you can press compare price of a player yeah, yeah, yeah. and then go back so, in. And sometimes it will refresh, but am I right in thinking it doesn't always refresh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there is a few things. I'll just say this before, before I answer your question because it's always a brilliant thing to do. On, um, on Thursday with marquee matchups, it's insanely good to buy silver packs mm. because you get anywhere from one to three uh, silver packs completely the marquee matchups because they're naff. But, um, but yeah, basically they drop one to three silver packs and as a result, because no one actually wants these silver players and everyone's, everyone always does marquee matchups because people, people freak out over SBCs. So there's literally like a prime silver pack, a premium silver pack and a generic silver pack all flooded on the market. And I'd say on Thursday, it makes SBCs so cheap. And then, I mean, it doesn't really be the case so, so much nowadays, but and then on, because what you could do is you could buy loads of silvers Hold on to them till Sunday till everyone stopped doing the marquee matchups and you can make like W coins and players. Mm. But ever since the uh, league in SBC, which is very strange, they've stopped being, uh, you, you could stop doing that because Silver's literally crashed so hard. And like players who were going for like 14k crashed down to four and took so long to uh, rise that mm. they weren't too good. But yeah, so with the with the sniping thing as well, what I always find is if there isn't a player who is above an hour, so you know, if they're listed for like 59 minutes or lower, you can always do the compare price. But I always find whenever there's a player listed up for like, Two, right, three hours, six hours, and so on. That's when it doesn't work. Hmm. It's uh, or there's another one. If you sit on the page, if there isn't a player up to an hour on the page, um, and you scroll to the next, like basically, as long as there's no one who's listed for over an hour on the page, you should be able to switch to the next page, and it should be new cards that are listed as well. Okay, because yeah, I was having an issue where I thought this might be wrong. It might have just been the fact that there wasn't anyone being listed. But sometimes when I just compare price on the ninth, fifty ninth minute, it actually wouldn't show me players um but yeah i just wanted to say about league spcs actually because a lot they get a lot of stick for being unbelievably expensive and they are quite time consuming but i remember i did jonas last year suarez the year before was it jonas last year i don't know but either way i've always found that um they aren't nearly as expensive as you imagine if you look at the prices on certain websites they are massively overblown like i mean i've I've done maybe 13 14 so the probably the no uh no i've done 16 and they're probably the cheapest but honestly, like with the fact that you can get all the golds for pretty much discard and the fact that when you're buying silvers, you can snipe them as well and get them on bids. Really, it's, I don't think it's going to end up costing me, certainly not going to co- end up costing me more than the sort of second informed of pie would probably cost. And obviously getting it much earlier as well. So I honestly think that League SBCs can be quite good value. And if you're using, you're being clever about it, like every time you buy a player for cheap, you're also keeping an eye out for other silvers in that basically from that club which which would be sell for a good price you're actually probably making profit across the course of, of completing the entire league SBC so um, yeah if people are interested in doing the league on SBC I wouldn't be completely put, put off by it but don't start it until I've finished so I'll keep you posted <laughs> they've also uh, I'll throw it quickly they've actually done a really good job making them cheap this year because they've released a flurry of silver packs this year like they're consistently dropping the silver player packs in store they're consistently dropping as a Silver packs and marquee matchups. We're seeing loads of Electrum packs which flood silvers on the market. So we're actually seeing, um, yeah, we're seeing them flooding silvers and actually keeping the market, uh, these SBCs very cheap which is good. compared to previous years. Which is yeah, good because actually you've got an issue where you don't have silver players in gold packs anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. So they kind of need to balance that out. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm doing it for Depay and Depay looks really, really quite good actually. You know, he's got, he's got five-star skills obviously, but he's very strong, very quick. And um, if you put Marksman on him, favorite chemistrile of the year this year i think uh he looks oh, yes. he looks a really solid player and someone who you could use for quite a while he links up and bappe and promes are the five star skillers who i'm kind of enjoying using so yeah no he seems, he seems like a good shout and uh i wouldn't do it for thalvin but um he's actually got quite good stats as well so uh not bad right let's move on to talking about something a little bit different um we have got plenty more to discuss this week and one of the key things uh, well actually not key things but one of the <laughs> less key things this month has been foot swap um, that's about to come to a close oh no i was enjoying it so much how, i'm just interested to find out so let's just go around uh andy first of all how many foot swap players did you obtain hang on i've just picked my controller because i knew you were going to ask me that question let me see untradeable i wouldn't be surprised if i got more player of the month than i have foot swaps <laughs> um, <laughs> I've only got one player. I've got one, two, three, four, four, four. Nice. So I've I've beaten you by three. So I got seven. Um, I don't even remember doing that many of them, to be honest. Um, I've only got the ones from the free weekly objectives. The and one that they just gave everyone because they messed up, right? See, I didn't get it because I got the objective and I couldn't be asked to play squad battles and then they just give everyone else it anyway. And I was like, well, cheers, mate. <laughs> so, Steve, what about you? How many have you got? Um, 11. Oh, wow. 
Well, which is r- really frustrating, actually, because you need 12 to get either El Shirawi or Lalana. Isn't and there I another one coming out? El Shirawi for, my, uh, for my fitness squad. Well, no, if I get the two that are remaining, um, I'll have 11. What I'd like them to do, actually, going forward, when they release a different card, just say which which it is in the sequence so you can keep a better track of it. Like, yeah. say, this is number 5 of 14, or you know, and then you've got a better idea of uh, whether you've missed any or what you can be aiming at. But yeah, 11, and I'm really annoyed. Do they mm. stack? They cannot yeah. hold on to these foot swaps for the next foot no. swap? No, no they've got to be used this month. Are we allowed to talk about spoilers? Or spoilers? I mean, if it's already in the public domain, if you like, just go for it. Spill a bean spray, I want to know now. So at the beginning of FIFA, it was leaked that there is a foot swap every single month. You know, I don't think this is probably... I mean, I think people expected this, but basically there was a foot swap, I think it was 1, 2, 3, 4... They didn't give them months, but they called them 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and I think it was up to 12. Mm. So that's like that's one high thing going against that. You can keep them, is that... What's the point? I think they're all different cards as well. I think the card, I imagine, it'll probably change, or if it's just something in the old files. But uh, yeah, so I'd imagine this every month. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I don't think that they... You can carry them over because that would kind yeah. of defeat the point completely. And um, yeah, yeah, so I ended up submitting like six of them to get a pack and then... And the final one, I think I just decided to keep the uh, player for Liverpool, the right mid. Markovic. Yeah, Markovic, because oh, yeah, yeah. it's all yeah. right, actually. Probably one of the only like decent silver cards this year, um, even though he's not really an upgrade. Flair, what is it that you are thinking for the next foot swap? How, do you think they're going to change it at all? Like, yeah, are you expecting yeah. so, a better players this time, at least? So I definitely ima- I imagine it'd be a lot more progressive, because I don't know if you remember when they dropped the one-off foot swap last year, we got, what, a Sanchez and a Tevez? Mm. No. Now, of course, there is a very, very low odds that month one of FIFA, everyone gets a free, let's say, quote-unquote, informed tethers. I mean, it was a striker tethers as well. So I think that, yeah, there's a very low odds that um, that we get these sort of, like, meta players at the beginning. So I, I think, you know, honestly, I don't think Futsal really seems to be a promo for you guys who, who play the game a lot, you know, because you guys who play the game a lot, really, Elshu- I mean, Elshuari probably not going to make in your squad. Lalana might make in your squad, but it seems like the guys who just don't really play, it might just, like, just imagine if you didn't play much and you got that El Shuari. That's quite a nice card. But obviously, mm. if you play the game every day, you've got an insignia. You know, that, that El Shuari is not really that impressive. Yeah. But uh, I'd imagine hopefully it'll get progressive. So, you know, maybe next month. I was trying to think, like, I doubt they'll give us a player who's defaultly expensive. But probably, I was thinking, like, who'd be... Imagine a Kondogbia. Imagine how much, like... Oh, imagine a Futsal Kondogbia. Like, it's nothing... It's not It's not a um, Sanchez. But, oh, God, it's, it's something people would love. But the only problem is, with these foot swaps as well, it kills the hype of an inform. Because, you know, in inform, I understand not everyone's going to do it, but like, you know, in inform Kondobia when there's a futsal Kondobia is, I don't know, I think it's just a bit, because everyone wanted, uh, everyone was telling me they wanted Martial's month one. I was like, dude, Martial one, one, month one would, <laughs> would not be would not be good for you, trust me, you know. It, wouldn't, it would also not be good for you, because it's essentially re- removing hype around the team of the week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, I mean, I don't know, I don't think Elshar's that bad. Like, I've used his regular card, he's quite good, he's got finesse shot trait, and Alana's like fairly usable a solid Premier League player so I wouldn't say that they're terrible options just the amount of effort you have to go through not quite good enough so hopefully we'll see better cards next month and talking of better cards we've got some team of the week items to discuss after a little break that's coming up in just a second we'll have players thoughts for investments and we'll also be doing some player reviews as well so we'll see you in just a second at Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hey guys, it's Chewboy, and you're listening to the FUT Weekly Podcast. Just a quick note from me, I just wanted to say to all our listeners, um, especially those who've been listening for a long time, but to the newer listeners as well, it's been an incredible start to FIFA 19. We've had, I think, maybe 75,000 downloads since we started FIFA 19, which is just unbelievable. It's been really amazing doing this for you guys, and you may have noticed that we haven't had questions over the last two weeks. Basically, I've been super busy, so just focused on getting the podcast out um, at the bare minimum, trying to keep it weekly. But if you do have questions, please do still tweet us at footweeklypod or email us footweekly at mail.com. We do read them all. We really appreciate them, and they do influence what we discuss in the podcast, even if we don't get time to address them directly. Do keep them coming. That's at footweeklypod 
or footweekly at mail.com. Also, just a reminder that we are promoting Calm, the campaign against living miserably. Go to thecalmzone.net if you're finding things tough or just generally want to chat or some help. Let's get back into part two. So welcome back after the break. We've got Team of the Week chat and uh, reviews, etc. coming up in just a second. I am, of course, joined still by Andy, AJ3, and Steve, Foot Tactician. But we've also got Flair. And as you're here, uh, we thought, why not chat about some Team of the Week investments? How is this Team of the Week looking from your perspective? All right. So at the moment, we're in a bit of an iffy situation, to be honest, because we've, of course, got the uh, you know the Black Friday hype. It's mm. investing around anyone who's like expensive. You know, we're saying like William or... I don't know, I don't know if Godin or Marquinhos, you know, these are a bit iffy because, you know, they could be up, but then if there's some sort of market crash, they could take a bit of a hit. So, you know, the, the majority, if we just want to play it pretty safe, you know, and that could be playing it safe on it being, it doesn't have to go for discard, but it could be, okay, it's the cheapest 84 rated inform or the cheapest, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be discard to be yeah, playing it safe. Yeah. So, what we got, now, one thing I think is quite interesting is Jodo Sanchez. Now, don't get me wrong, he has got 66 shooting, which is just, I don't play gameplay, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not very appetizing to <laughs> people. But I think it could be quite cheaper, and I think I think it could be a card that gets hyped. You know, he's an English, he's an English five star skiller. I mean, we haven't had this since Lee Trundle. But yeah, so Jodo, Jodo Sanchez is interesting if he gets cheaper, um, just because he's quite he's quite you know a unique card. You know, we don't have many cards like that. Of course, we've got Forster every single week. We've seen the BPL informs go to 11k and then rise up to like 14k. I'm pretty sure Duffy's back up at 14k. Uh, you got Hilton would be quite nice nice if he's discard. Uh, I won't go through too many more, but you got Bellarabi. Uh, quite an interesting thing is uh, any wide informers are really good. So we're talking left backs, right backs, left and right mids. That's because there is a lack of like high rated players. In fact, Bellarabi is, I guess, par Robin, the highest rated Bundesliga right mid, which uh, I'd say if he's cheaper, could be quite interesting. Yeah, I would say he's maybe even like I don't know. He's definitely quicker than Robin, obviously. Um, yeah. So he may even be like a better option. He's German as well, so maybe mm. slightly easier to link and. I don't know, he's, he's not a bad shot actually, he's an investment. But do you think this, this team, is it going to be the team of the week with Black Friday around the corner, not many people open packs, or by the same like token, not many people are interested in buying? So do you think it will be kind of like lower priced, or how, how do you think it will fall? Uh, I imagine it would be run of the mill, to be honest. I don't think there will be any to change. I think people will still open their weekly league rewards. I think people, are, you know, because no, no one holds on to the weekly league rewards for like Black Friday. Mm. You know, uh, yeah, only yeah. the psychos are holding on to them until team of the year. You know, I've had a few people telling me that, I'm like, Jeez. <laughs> three <laughs> months you're holding on to rewards for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, a few people but, have been uh, saying they just save their untradeable uh, rewards mm. from but rivals for Team of the Year. I'm like, wow, serious so, commitment. So committed. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the uh is that the end of the investment side of the team of the week? Um uh, I mean there's there's a few others you can go with. Casillas if he's cheap enough. Mm-hmm. Sabria, if he's cheap enough, because of course, you know, there's a lot of high rated La Liga guys, so hmm. if he's cheap. Again, there's Especially a lot, when there's playing a month, Messi comes out, boys, we were all making bank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Messi. Yeah, well, Godin. going to happen. Godin, Godin came out, you know, it was a double investment he could have gone with. Yeah. Yeah, again, if Godin's super cheap, he could be good, because we don't really have that many expense, cheap, expensive informs, but I, I really don't see him being that cheap. Hmm. So, so if he's cheapo, but again, it really, on the end of the day, it kind of depends what they're worth, but there's a few guys you could probably bank on being a, like, discard or such. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'd say. Forster, Hilton, Bellarabi, Sancho, Demarabi, all pretty good, decent. It's got investments. Cool. Well, Flair, thanks for stopping by. I think we're going to let you go get back to your day job. and uh... Yeah, my Logan Paul impersonation. <laughs> yeah. Part-time job. Well, it's going, it's going well. Thanks for having me, though. And, uh, no, have a good stream. Enjoy team of the week. Huge thanks to uh, Flair for coming in. Actually, quite last minute as well, so I really appreciate that. You can follow him on Twitter, at Flair underscore underscore i think it is you can also follow him on twitter he's pretty much streaming continuously so uh if you want to catch him and, and ask him any trading questions then he's he's pretty much always there for for a response which is quite good one thing i just wanted to i don't know it's been a gripe for a while i think i've mentioned it on the podcast but the lack of boost to players particularly the ones that aren't getting any more than a sort of one overall rating boost i don't know i just feel like it's a bit of a joke like you, why have an inform card when you're only boosting useful stats by maybe plus one it just there's just no way that that's going to be worth the coins um i think it kind of devalues team of the week and if you look at someone like manolas who's gone from 85 to 86 it's not like he's like going from a 90 to a, a 91 or anything he's only got a plus one on his uh, defending stats all his defending stats apart from heading accuracy which has plus zero and plus one on all his physical stats i think all his physical stats apart from stamina um, and he's got a plus one sprint speed. So the, the boost is really, really minimal. He's got a, sort of plus twos on some of his dribbling stats, 
so a slight boost to agility. But if we're being realistic, like why is he? He's got sixty something passing. Just boost his passing by ten, and and it would make it a more useful card. Right now, you're not really doing anything for that card by giving him an inform, and kind of makes the team of the week seem much more pointless for the sort of higher end cards. Um, yeah, they're a good boost for for some lower rated players, and we'll talk about those in a minute. Um, but actually, on this whole thing, I think. Steve, the player that you wanted to pick out is someone who hasn't really had a big boost, but you have been using him recently, so so you wanted to bring him up. Yeah, uh, the player that I want to talk about is uh, Luis Suarez. As I said earlier, I've been using his gold card um, with quite a great deal of success. So initially when I saw him in Team of the Week, I mean, obviously he got a hat-trick, so it was no great surprise, but I was expecting something a, a bit better than what we've actually got. Um, the The one thing that you always feel when you're using his gold card You'd like him to be a bit quicker, um, but unfortunately the, the inform has only got a plus one on acceleration, taking him up to 87. Um, so there's, it's not anything that you're going to be noticing massively. His his defending is the stat that's been increased the most, um, along with passing. But the only useful thing there in the defending stats is heading accuracy. Um, that's a plus two boost, which might might help slightly. Really, I think... Unless you're looking at using him as a false nine, perhaps, because his passing has been boosted um, a reasonable amount, we could say. His vision has increased by two, his short passing by two. Um, unless you're going to be using him as a false nine, I, I don't really see any point in in shelling out the uh, the extra coinage for the inform card. Yeah. So your pick of the week is basically like a don't pick of the week, is what you're saying. Yeah, I guess it is, yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit disappointing. Yeah, yeah, it's sad, isn't it? And a player that I just wanted to uh, like quickly mention, um, while we're talking about players that aren't worth picking, um, Marquinhos, for me, could be one that is actually worth it. He's got gone from an 84 to an 86. He's probably the best, if not the best, uh, Centre back in in Liga, um, yeah. Some may say Thiago Silva, but he's quicker, and uh, he. I think he's. I don't know. He, he could be better. Is all I'm saying. Um, Mate, he's not and, even the best centre back at PSG. <laughs> not even the best Brazilian centre back at PSG. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I, I genuinely think he looks quite good, and, and he's got a decent boost. Potentially, you know, longer a bit of an investment opportunity as well. Um, as, as I don't know, maybe more people use Liga uh, as they get better special cards and things like that. But yeah, he looks quite decent. Um, I think one thing we can say is he's the best Brazilian league on the centre back in this team of the week. Um, yes, because there is one other, but he's got forty-two pace, so um, <laughs> he's pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, um, I think Andy, you had another Brazilian who. who yeah, that's what I was just saying, wasn't I? I've been I packed Blue Thiago Silva, and everyone was trying to scare me off him because he's only six foot. Which Marquinhos is also only six foot as well, to be fair, but doesn't seem to matter, and he's absolutely insane, like. He does things where I had Manolas before and I had someone had run through on goal or do a through ball or something. I, in my head, I just go, well, that's a goal. And then Thiago Silva by himself just does some mad block of the ball from behind and goes flying in front of him and stops and scoring. It, he's just mad. He's ridiculous. He's so good at passing and stuff like that as well, which is crazy, especially considering the fact that I went from Manolas to Thiago Silva. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's quite so surprising because Manolas is, the ball you know, from the back. he's very ma- like meta, isn't he? He's, you know, he's quick, he's strong, he's... Uh, his defending is really good so you, Thiago Silva is kind of a different player in a way yeah he has really good defending as well but he's not nearly as quick but he's uh, he's more agile isn't he he's better on the ball yeah he's got 72 pace so he's not a slouch mm. he's got with a chem style he's got 88 strength 99 jumping so he's pretty good yeah. no, no, basically yeah. 99 in every defendant stat with a anchor or a backbone or a sentinel or something like that on him so like it's funny because when I introed that and led you into that I was actually meaning that you were going to talk about a player that you were chatting about during the break, which was Pato, who's just uh, presuming the team of the week. Um, <laughs> so if you want to want to move on to that, then... Well, Pato's actually an inform, isn't he? Like, I wouldn't recommend anyone go and buy Blue Thiago Silva. Let me just check his price. Normal Thiago Silva is like 40k, and Blue Thiago Silva is 170. Mm. It's, he gets plus one in 60% of his in-game stats. But I mean, it's basically, that is an inform boost, though. So. That is an inform for an 88 but Pato's actually got quite a big inf- a big boost, Annie. Like he's an eighty three now. He's gone mm. from eighty. He's got five shooting, four passing, four dribbling, four physical, two pace and two defending. Not that you really care, but some of the Chinese league Brazilians are ridiculous. Telisca is an absolute god. He's in mm. form. Hulk's crap. Don't know why people like Hulk. But Telisca, Pato. Well, I'm saying Pato. Pato looks good. And Paulinho, the little trio you could make with them. Yeah, be absolutely laughing. Yeah, yeah, the league SPC cards obviously as well. So no, yeah, it's it's quite a good little um, 
Yeah, well, of Leeds course, you're Oscar and Augusto. You got like yeah, a whole yeah. five man midfield, haven't you? Yeah, all Brazilian Chinese Super League. Crazy. I love the Brazilians over there. Either that or the Brazilians love the money. I'm not sure. I'm not quite <laughs> sure how it works out. But right, so my pick from the team of the week is going to be Nani, just because I've always enjoyed Nani on previous week, uh, previous FIFAs. And um, I was actually thinking this, yeah, obviously he's got his five-star, five-star. And although with, you know, your dynamic tactics or whatever, switching him into Cam could actually be quite a nice option because he's not really got the... the Well, maybe centre-forward, because I, I don't know whether you'd want him really tracking back at all. He's not got the stamina, but you could always sub him off, I guess. But yeah, he's, he's not super fast this year, but I was looking at his stats with Maestro. He gets uh, 90 short passing, 95 long passing... 93 free kick accuracy, 90 curve, uh, 99 agility, 93 ball control, 98 dribbling, and he's got 99 shot power and 98 long shots. So he does look really nice, and being able to do that on both feet as well is really nice. Um, and if you just you know switch it up, so he's um, a calming game, he could be quite a fun sort of novelty player to to try out. And um, yeah, I mean he, he's one of those informs who could end up being fairly cheap as well. So uh, maybe even as a sub or something. Although it's a bit, I was a bit disappointed because he could have been a right wing potentially, um, which would have made uh, sort of the move towards some kind of hipster Liga Nosh uh, Portuguese league uh, team. Uh, more viable with the fact you've got a previous pick from the team of the week, Shoya Nakajima, who's this uh, left mid from uh, Japan, who's really, really good. He's got ridiculous agility and balance, and I've been using him as a super sub ever since. But the combination of both those players on right and left would have been amazing. But he's a left mid. Still uh, a really good player, and I'd quite like to to give him a go at least. Um, I think in terms of the team of the week, we're probably ready to wrap up. And I know, Andy, you've already kind of picked out a player that you've used recently, you've enjoyed. Um, Steve, have you got anyone that you've been using of late uh, that you'd like to talk about? Um, no, <laughs> no, not really. Um, I'm kind of setting the team that I've got. Um, I've got a weird little hybrid going on. Um, just trying to think off the top of my head if there's anybody that I've added recently. Ah, Condogbia. It's probably been covered to death elsewhere, but Condogbia has been a player that I've been quietly impressed with. Um, I know that quite a few pros are running with him. Have you screened Coke? No, I didn't actually get him, so. You didn't get him? Oh, you're nuts. Really? I, I got him, but I haven't used him yet. But he looks, he looks, he's perfect <laughs> as star 4-3-3 with him, a striker, like Suarez or Griezmann or something like that, and Gareth Bale. Switch mm. to 4-1-2-1-2 in game. Bale and Suarez go up front and then he slots back into centre mid. Because mm. he's okay. literally a centre mid anyway, he's just a left mid. Yeah, yeah, of course. I just, didn't, I just nice. didn't find his stats especially inspiring, to be honest. It's like stamina, etc, etc. I don't know, I just wasn't really sure. He's got 84 stamina. You're off your head. 84 is not enough for me. I, I had Zedorf. Actually, Jesus I can do it. Jesus quick... Christ, has everyone got to be Mo Farah? <laughs> no, I used Zedorf, um, who's got, I think, 86 stamina as like a left centre mid. I think, uh, yeah, a false nine formation. So I was asking him to do a lot of work. And he was so good, like, honestly, one of the best players I've used this year. But he just didn't have the stamina for it. By the sort of 70th minute, he was. He maybe was dead. you need to let go of R2. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe I, I don't know. I was trying to press as well, so maybe, maybe that's why. Um, and I could have done a bit more to kind of help him out. Maybe it, a little tip: if you have a player of lower stamina, conservative interceptions rather than uh, balanced uh, reduces stamina drain. Um, mm-hmm. So you can do that potentially. But yeah, I don't know. He, he was he was really good, but just uh, yeah, struggled with that eighty six stamina. So I just wanted to quickly end on second inform Lala because it's quite interesting. This doesn't happen that much. Like I used his regular inform. I bought it. Um, and used it early on in the game and just didn't really find he quite had the pace strength. Well, his pace and strength were okay. He, his stamina, I would say, wasn't that great, especially as I've been using Informed and Marcos, who has unbelievable stamina, and just didn't quite feel he had it in him to be kind of proper weekend league-worthy right back. But then I got the... It was kind of fortunate, although it seems like everyone got him, uh, the second Informed Lalas as a player pick last week. Over the last weekend, he was really, really good, actually. Um, was really impressed. He felt like a proper upgrade over his um, second Inform, which kind of surprised me. Maybe just that slight boost um, across the board just helped him out a little bit. And um, yeah, was really, really uh, kind of pleased with how he performed. He's the best league right back. He's the best French right back. So um, he's, he's probably someone... Informed Mounier. Yeah, yeah, but he's got quite low balance and uh, and agility, doesn't he? He makes up for it in other areas. I'm with Andy in that one. Mounier's a god. That, that my thing is, I've got Thiago Silva and I've got Mounier, but then linking somebody else to them is just impossible. I've got I packed the blue Rabiot as well, and he's crap. <laughs> and then you've got like it's, it's just so difficult to get them any more chemistry. There's no 
yeah, so yeah. this Marquinhos has got me excited because maybe I'll actually be able to use him and then yeah, yeah, across to Alexandro good. which could actually be pretty decent oh that could be but, quite good actually yeah and then yeah and actually I've been using the uh, what's his name Neto the uh, inform Brazilian keeper he's quite good so yeah he's decent yeah. that could potentially work yeah but, but other links like you don't want to be putting a Naldo or a Miranda or something like that in your weekend league team do you know what I mean mm. so Brazilians are struggling this year and league earns not the best either do you know who's really good, Andy, actually? Do you know who is a good Brazilian centre-back? If you stick a shadow card on Champions League, Felipe. So I had Felipe originally. Yeah, I've been using him. He's solid. Well, he was like one of my really, really old ones. I used to use him, and he's got the perfect link in Tellez. Tellez is, yeah. Tellez is the only left-back I've used that even comes Brilliant. close to Alexandro. Oh, no, I'm using him too. Brilliant, the Champions League card. Talking of Champions League cards uh, and having Ian on last week, um, did, you, did you catch Ian Sterling's impression of you uh, on the podcast? Uh, yeah, I did. What well, was it about? Was it Diego Costa? Yeah, it was Diego about? Costa. Yeah, yeah. Was like, hey, my Diego Costa, he's so good. <laughs> um, worth having him on just for that, obviously. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to unite you both at some point. And, uh, the funniest and second funniest person ever to be on the podcast. Fantastic. All right, well, I think, you can, as you can tell by the uh, rambling final couple of minutes, uh, we're probably ready to wrap up this week's podcast. Um, thanks again, Andy, for coming on this week. It's been great it's good. Too. Still waiting for a ball. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, it's in the post, I promise. Uh, and you can follow Andy at AJ3 on Twitter and, of course, YouTube. Um, if you're not subscribed already, please do. And Steve, thanks very much for joining us again. Always good to have you. Yeah, pleasure as always, Ben. Always happy to be here. And you can follow Steve at Foot Tactician. And he's, of course, offering coaching. And apparently, according to Steve, some of you, um, since listening to him, have uh, taken him up on some coaching. So I might do myself. Yeah, and Andy's going to be... I mean, I am already a top 100 player when I get my God squad, so it doesn't really matter, but <laughs> until really. I do... I think Maybe we can get you there with a 50k score, Andy. <laughs> exactly, mate. Big thanks again to all our guests this week, and thank you listeners for listening to this week's podcast. And the final thing to say is, of course, if you've enjoyed this, please do subscribe. Just search Footweekly on your podcast provider of choice, or go to audioboom.com slash footweekly for all your podcasting options. See you soon. Bye. Bye. I'm going to work on an impression of Andy, and then maybe we could do a full episode of him. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.